0: I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello my friends and thank you so much for tuning in today and also happy Monday if you were listening to this the day that it comes out which is September 25th, 2023. How crazy is that going to be if you're listening to this like two years into the future? It's always interesting to me (laughs) how that happens. Uh, Today's episode is going to be answering a question that I got on Instagram in my DMs after I posted a pre and post workout nutrition Post, which is pretty intensive, extensive, whatever you want to call it. I will put that in the show notes if you wanted to look at the specifics of that. This woman's question was, I think, a question that many people have, which little side note, if you ever have a question that you want me to answer on the podcast or if you have a topic that you want me to do, just DM me and we will get it done. The reason I love this is because if you have a question, it's likely that someone else has it too. And I think answering it in this capacity can be really helpful. So in that post, I outlined minimums for pre and post-workout nutrition or nutrition in general if you are training. And I stated that instead of worrying so much about the specifics of like, because I think we can get really in the weeds and get really obsessive around pre and post-workout nutrition, like... How many hours before? How many hours after? Do I need an intra workout? No, you don't, by the way. Carb. Like, do I used to be crazy around that? Like, I need it needs to be like two hours exactly before, two hours after I need my 30 grams. We are all mostly Gen Pop people working out recreationally, right? We have pretty simple goals compared to like a CrossFit Games athlete or an Olympian, <laughs> let's say, right? So I don't want you to worry so much about the minutia. I want you to worry more so about the, uh, the totals of the day, the totals of the intake. And when it comes to pre and post workout nutrition, or if you're training in general, the focus really needs to be on protein and carbohydrates. And in that post, I stated that you should be having a minimum of a hundred grams of carbohydrates and a minimum of 150, sorry, hundred of a minimum start over a minimum of 100 grams of protein, and a minimum of 150 grams of carbohydrates total for the day if you are training. And this woman was asking if we should be eating that amount of carbohydrates, even if we are in a deficit. She was saying that she's training four times a week, getting her 10K steps. She is supposedly eating at a deficit, and she's gained weight. And she's thinking, like, do I really need to eat that much? And I think that there's a lot of lessons in this question, a lot of things that we could think about. And the first thing to sort of share, for me to share, comes down to my three nutrition guidelines, always coming back to this as a safe place (laughs) where we can sort of get the answers to our questions. Uh, It's not always so simple, but the guidelines are, number one, calories determine weight changes protein determines body composition meaning that if you lose weight if you're eating high protein <clears throat> the weight that you do lose is fat meaning that you will have you know a say in what you what what happens to your body composition and then lastly food quality determines how you feel so carb contrary to big popular belief eating carbohydrates is not going to make you gain weight it's excess carbohydrates that make you gain weight it is going to be an overall excess of carbohydrates. There is a lot of schools of thought on this. And I think that it can be, again, really safe for us to feel like, okay, I know that if I have gained weight, it is likely because I'm in a calorie surplus. Of course, there could be a chance that you have a hormonal imbalance that could be causing that weight gain. The weight gain could be a variety of things. I would have to look a little bit closer to that. But either way, we do need this many carbohydrates at the very minimum. If 150 grams feels like a lot, or let's say you're coming from keto, you need 130 grams at the very minimum. And that can feel very terrifying. And the reason that this is important is because when it comes to training nutrition, so if you are trying to build muscle or you have a movement goal or whatever it is, and you're trying to eat for that, we need protein because protein is the building block of the body, including muscle protein has an amino acid profile, complete amino acid profile comes from animal proteins. So anything that would come from an animal, it is what it is and it doesn't mean that you can't do it. In the other way it's just going to be a little harder. And that protein helps us build the muscle. It goes into the muscle, builds the muscle if it has the training stimulus alongside it and protein also helps with recovery. Carbohydrates provide energy. They also raise insulin so that we can build muscle because muscle requires an insulin response. So we want that after our workouts, ideally. And it is also helpful to understand how carbohydrates work in the body in the sense that whenever you eat carbohydrates, and I'm talking about starches, I'm talking about glucose carbohydrates, which are things like it's not fruit. Fruit is fructose. doesn't mean we can't have fruit, but I'm talking about glucose here. So bread, tortillas, um, cereal, rice, quinoa, pasta, stuff like that. That's all going to be glucose. So what happens when you eat glucose, it gets goes into the bloodstream as it gets digested. And then it turns into glycogen in our muscles, gets transported to the muscle, gets stored in the muscle. Whenever we train, we use that as energy. So the energy gets used up to supply you with everything that you have to do in order, you know, in your training. And then after we're done, we deplete the muscle, obviously, because it gets used up during the workout. And then we eat carbohydrates post-workout to help replenish the muscle again. And understanding this helps us understand why this is important. And I think understanding that weight gain does not come from overconsumption of carbohydrates. It comes from overconsumption of food in general can be very, it can just sort of, you know, allow us to be a little bit more effective going forward. In that case, um, it would help us to understand that it's not, if we're gaining weight, it's not necessarily the carbohydrates. It's going to be the overall level of carbohydrates. It's going to be, I mean, of calories. Eating those calories at a surplus. Now, there could be a case here where if you are gaining weight, despite doing all of these things, I'm not sure if your calories are too low. If they are too low and you're finding yourself at a place where you it's hard for you to adhere to this calorie level, you feel very restricted, you might need a reverse diet to adapt your metabolism and your intake up before you can cut again. I will do an episode on reverse dieting and nutritional periodization eventually, Um, but I think realizing this and realizing that it comes down to calories and if you can't adhere to it, if it's too low, could be, again, dieting is stressful on the body. Being in a deficit is stressful, in which case sometimes, you know, the body can respond in a way that isn't favorable in this sense. If our calories are too low and there's too much of a stress response in the body, cortisol is high. And sometimes that can cause uh, an inflammatory response. I would really look at the calorie level prioritizing, you know, making sure you get hundred grams of protein, trying to prioritize carbs, still have your fats in there as well. But the priority here is going to be looking at your calorie level or overall as you prioritize carbohydrates, because we need them for training if there's non-negotiable, if we are trying to build muscle. So I would also say, and this is when things can get a little bit tricky and a little triggering sometimes, and I understand this, really try to see if you're tracking accurately. Do you truly have an accurate read on where your calories are at? Do you, are you weighing everything? Are you looking at everything closely? This can be, again, very triggering sometimes, and I totally understand that. And I think that when we have a goal, this is like th- this is why I share so much content in general because I want people to be equipped with the information that they need because it allows us to move forward if we know the information. And the worst thing to feel is stuck. And this woman in the DMs was saying that she was really frustrated that she was doing all of these things and ended up gaining weight as a result when she was trying to lose weight. So I think understanding... Pre and post-workout nutrition, meaning trying to get the totals, 100 grams of protein, 150 grams of carbohydrates, 130 grams if that scares you, keeping calories at a level that are appropriate to you. And if you want to know a little bit more about my take on calories and where you should be, uh, I will post the episode that I just did recently about how to determine your calorie level and you can use the methods that I outlined there. But when something like this happens, you know, everything is an input and an output. We do an input and then we get an output. So then we have to look and if we're not getting the output that we want, we have to look at the inputs. We have to look a little bit more closely. And again, the worst feeling is, which I've been here so many times, which is another reason why I do this work and share so much the worst feeling is feeling like you're putting in a lot of effort and you're getting the opposite of the result that you want. Like that is really frustrating. But the truth is that there are so many things that we can look at, so many places that we can adjust, the dials that we can move so that we can get what it is that we want. So to wrap up this short episode, I think this might be the shortest episode I've ever done. Congrats to me today. Um, To wrap up, Remember, calories determine weight changes, protein determines body composition, food quality determines how you feel, carbohydrates alone do not make you gain weight, excess of calories in general makes you gain weight unless your metabolism has downregulated so much that you would need a reverse diet to get yourself back up in calories before, um, before you would embark on that cut again. Also, if carbohydrates are low, it's going to be really, really tough to build muscle, which is why I gave us that minimum. I'm going to be sharing a lot more content in general around training and around weightlifting and nutrition surrounding this. I like to keep it, like I said, really, really simple and very approachable because it can be simple. And as long as we are honest and we can look at this and we can look at ourselves and say like, okay, I see what's happening I know the necessary changes that I have to make and then I can move forward towards my goals. So I'm gonna wrap this up today. I am looking forward to talking to you all this Thursday. In the meantime, I hope you have an amazing rest of your remaining, amazing next few days of your week. I am so grateful for you tuning in uh, and sending you lots of love and I will talk to you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Satisfied. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram where I post content every single day at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoyed the show, I'd super appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or Spotify. If you have a question that you want to be answered on the show or you just want to say hi, send me a DM on Instagram. I love hearing from and connecting with you because you're the whole reason that I do the show. I hope that you find satisfaction wherever you are right now.